Welcome back to the most famous podcast of all time. the internet of all time. On the internet of all time. Uh, conscious and confused. We're back. Episode four. Five. <laughs> Episode five. Episode five. How, oft- how long are we going to like be mentioning like the numbers in that like is that relevant right now i think we should drop it right now doesn't matter what the episode is welcome back to conscious and confused welcome back today what we're going to talk about is motivation and creative pursuits and discipline and how those relate and yeah stuff like that but before we do that (laughs) we have to unpack a little bit of a conversation we had last yeah last week we um i don't even know how it got brought up to be honest with you Oh, because uh, you said you're going to do something that you've never done yeah. ever before. Talk to a female. Yeah. So, yeah, I've talked to a girl. I, so I talked to my first girl ever yesterday yeah. or last week. Uh, no, so I took a girl out to dinner. It was wow. interesting. Where'd you go? Uh, I went to a sushi place over on Mill. I forgot what it's called. Interesting. But it was good. It was, uh, it was very fun. She's a sweet girl. Um, we connected pretty well. Is she watching the podcast? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. If you're watching the podcast, then... Yeah. Oh, no. It's already like that. No, not, no. it's not like It's already that. got that half heart it's up not on like the podcast. Not, ah. not the full heart. It went good. Um, definitely took a couple shots before I went because I am... <laughs> oh, no. Because I am socially awkward. So I had to get myself in the, in the mood and got dinner and hung out, and it was fun. Yeah. Didn't go catastrophically bad which was the main thing i was just hoping for it not to be so other than that yeah cool how was yours yeah what's funny i mean it's not that funny actually i mean it's kind of funny she's already following the podcast so i I can't really say anything so she is watching probably (laughs) maybe Ooh. okay excited (laughs) information what's up um no it, it actually went really good like well um she thought she said she thought it was funny that in the podcast before I said that I like to go on coffee dates so I can bail if it sucks. That's the way to do it. Though. So she was like worried that I was just gonna bail. I mm. guess the whole time. Mm. But How- no, we we went we went and got coffee like downtown and then went to dinner and then went to this vintage thing that my boy was running and then came back here, hung out. Perfect. It was nice. That's fun. tight. So how would you bail in a coffee date? Like how would you? F- what would fake phone like- call. Ooh. No, I don't know about that. <laughs> that would actually be smart. I've done that before. Really? I've, no, I've done some shit to get out of stuff before. Yeah. Sadly, like I think now what I would do, I mean, a date situation is different if you're meeting someone for the first time, but like I used to be so afraid of confrontation, bro. Mm. But like now, literally, I'll just like, I'll just leave and just be like, I'm not feeling this right now. Damn. I, I did that the other day, actually, bro. During what? Uh, I was going to go drink with some of my friends and I like literally I got on the light rail, got to their place and I just pulled up and I was just like, I don't really want to do this right now. Really? I just went home. Really? <laughs> That's kind of fucking I'm sick. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, they can think I move different or whatever. Like, I don't give a fuck. I were just they did. mad? No. Were they weird about it? I don't know. The vibes were just off when I walked in. So Jeez. I was just like, ah. All right. You didn't bring up an excuse. You're just like, I'm just going to go. Yeah. I was just like, I got to go. Damn. Which see, then once I left, they're probably like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I would definitely be a little bit. I'd be like, okay, well, that was interesting. I don't know. With the like getting out of shit, I've definitely texted multiple friends before and been like, yo, call me right now and come yeah. up with some like something, right? Oh, my God, bro. I throw it on speaker. No, I've, that's, yeah. how, that's how she knows it's real because yeah. I put it on speaker. I'm like, yo, what's going on? He's like, dude, 
my uncle in the hospital right now. I need you. <laughs> I'll you, never do anything like that. <laughs> oh, I've done it. <laughs> I've done it. It's bad. It's scummy, but you got to do what you got to do sometimes. Sometimes it's just it's the way the cookie crumbles. Male manipulator right here. <laughs> <laughs> bro. Um, I don't Let's know. Let's talk about allergies, bro. Fuck allergies. Not a fan of the allergies. I literally, bro, I don't, we're not going to talk about this that long, but that's, I'm like dummy congested right now. I got like 15 different allergy meds on my counter mm. over there. Um, someone was saying that our counter was dirty as fuck last episode. Look, it's kind of clean this time. I think you guys need to stop criticizing us for, for our creative decisions. I think so too. Maybe we wanted the counter to be dirty and that's why. It's postmodern. It gives you something to look at in the background while we talk about motivation and <laughs> being a better person it's just the, the kitchen's have, a mess yeah yeah we have shit we I'm have like, like you gotta first thing you gotta do is wake up and clean your space and it's just yeah. a disaster <laughs> yeah wake up make my bed there's just all the shit in the background we should get like a dog or something in here just i want like a doberman a dog. i want a little doberman we should rent a dog just for the episodes Get it we got like a dog hour. right here that just barks. I don't think they can hear it because we got like vocal microphones, but mm. my neighbors, I feel so bad. There's this little dog that just all day is just. He's neglected. So we got a DM. I want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I was talking. It was like a bigger DM. I opened it last night and I was talking to my buddy and I got sidetracked and I didn't finish reading it. Should I pull it up on my phone? I read it. So he read it. He said, he said, don't read it until we start recording. Well, it's not like that big of a deal. I just thought it'd be better to... Uh, just get a genuine... Yeah, just to like check it out in real time right. type activity. So uh, actually, we really appreciate the DMs on Instagram, you guys. We read them all. And I was going to respond to this one, but I'd rather respond to it on the podcast. And now I'm going to text back and be like, we responded to it on this podcast. So if you guys got any feedback at all, whether it's the hate comments that we've been getting on our reels mm -hmm. or I mean, just don't send us hate comments. That's kind of mean, but I mean, go ahead, do it. No, I don't, do I don't it. really care. It's, it. it's funny, but if you got anything to say about the show, DM us on Instagram. Um, yeah. So we love it. We love it. This is from Abby. Gosh, we even say the name. Why? I guess, yeah, I guess we could say I, I don't know say, who it is, but I don't either. Okay. Let's just toss it up then. But we both follow Oliver Grimes and one other. Wow. She said, okay. hey, just listen to y'all's newest episode. And I wanted to drop a couple of thoughts with about the whole mindset idea. When you guys were discussing needing to be fully focused on your craft to achieve greatness, but also simultaneously needing to be surrounded by community, unlike what Van Gogh did, I think this might be where the confusion is coming in. In my opinion, these greats that fully pursue their passions don't care about community. It's an entirely selfish endeavor. That's why their art or vision is so strong because they are so tunnel visioned. This is what leads to insanity and emotional state is the lack of real community behind them. In my opinion, it's a sacrifice of one for another. Regardless, blah, 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 I like the podcast. Keep it up. So what are your thoughts on that? It's interesting. I think it's probably a case by case thing. You definitely have the artists and the creatives and the people in history that have that have done that, that have completely isolated like Van Gogh. Um but you also have people that pursued their craft because of the benefit of community. You have people like, um, like with the existentialist movement in the 20s, this dude named Sartre, or Sartre, I don't know how to pronounce it, um, 
they had a huge community in France and like Paris, that whole philosophical thing. I mean, I mean, there are tons of examples of people, artists who are emboldened by community and, and it is very um, contradictory, but I think it would go down as like a case by case thing. I think last episode we were probably talking more about, or at least myself, how I feel about how I get my creativity done. And a lot of it is through isolation um, so I wouldn't say necessarily you need one or the other. I would just say it's not, they're not mutually exclusive. Exactly. Like the it's, need for community is something that everyone needs. And I think that's why a lot of these people go insane is because they don't have anyone in their lives and mm -hmm. they're using their, their work as a cope for that like void that they're like mm -hmm. trying to fill, which yeah. maybe that ends up putting a little bit more fire on their ass to make more stuff because they don't realize they don't realize that having a community or something like that or participating in society in some regard actually is very fulfilling because mm -hmm. i've i've even like mm -hmm. i've seen that and i've seen that in a lot of people's lives is um people think the whole world's against them until something good happens to them and then all of a sudden once something good happens to them they're like complete 180 on all their vision and goals and stuff like yeah. that i think that happens especially with like creatives who find someone they really love and like before they were in a relationship i mean this just happens with like people in life like you yeah, always see those dudes who were really super ambitious in their 20s and then they find their wife and they settle down and not to say that that's not mm. justified but i think it does happen is um it happens a lot people kind of lose their drive just because they found some sort of comfort that they were kind of seeking through their work Mm. So, okay. So you're saying the work can act as kind of like a community, like metaphorical. I think a reason why a lot of these artists start creating so heavily is because they don't have a sense of community. Mm. Or it's it's a way to cope with their current situation. Yeah, yeah. And I think you see that in a lot of like the more dramatic art forms, like painting and like yeah. I guess like poetry. I don't really know about Edgar Allan Poe. I don't really know anything about him, but I feel like he was just a depressed lonely dude yeah and that's like an outlet for i mean i could totally be completely wrong i i don't i think that's yeah, like the stigma around him, yeah that's though. like the stereotype of yeah. like the the lonely poet you know the the dude who's depressed and just dives fully into his work mm -hmm. but i think there's you can find that balance and i think that's what we were trying to say last time is like you can find it um at least for me right now in my 20s when i'm feeling very driven it's like I'm in no rush to get into a relationship or yeah. to get into any of these things because I feel like right now what's most important is staying true to myself and just yeah. like focusing by myself on my things, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I, that, that's what makes it tough, bro. It's like you'll genuinely meet people you really like, but I just, I care about, mm -hmm. I care about my, my shit more. Yeah. And it sucks yeah. because it makes me come off as someone who's like not super, uh, personable per, not no not super, not like a, um, oh like, wow yeah. ow ow you keep saying what you no 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 not no, super no. personable I was just up, like an asshole like come up with words uh, bro give me a break <laughs> no i think my thing is is like okay you can be a lonely poet but why like i don't want to be a lonely artist i want friends yeah and friends I, it's fun. not mutually exclusive bro it's just like yeah you're gonna go through periods where you're more selective like i keep my circle pretty small but 
I'm not beating myself up about that. I actually mm-hmm. like it. Like, yeah, I prefer like a smaller group of people, quantity over or quality, <laughs> quality <laughs> over quantity. Yeah, and I've definitely, I don't know. I think you do. People do make good art through suffering. Like that's just noted through history. Yeah, but that's not to say you can make, you can't make exceptional stuff while living an exceptional life. Yeah. Of course. I think this kind of goes into the main conversation that we wanted to have today. Yeah. Um, I guess if we could just lay it out right here. We wa- today we want to talk about um, the difference between motivation and discipline. discipline. When it comes specifically when it comes to create like creative outlets, like, uh, like these creative lanes that we go yeah. down. Um, I had a conversation with my sister about a week ago when we were talking about uh, about this exact same thing, and and she's uh, she's an artist more than I am, and we're talking about it because there are things like the gym where you you need discipline above motivation, right? Because the motivation will end. Yeah, and we're not going to talk about the gym. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying there are physical things where you need the motivation. You need the discipline, discipline. above it. Uh, because if you can push yourself to go in there and do the physical thing and just get it done, you will see a difference, right? Yeah. But then when it comes down to creative outlets like painting or writing or music or, or whatever, designing, there's only so much discipline you can put to it because if you, if it's all discipline and no motivation, you're going to create a subpar um, product. I wouldn't even say it's a subpar product. I think a lot of the greatest artists worked off of motivation like especially a lot of those like very independent lonely people i think their craft was purely based on motivation whether it's the motivation that they didn't have community and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but the thing is they didn't build multi-million billion dollar companies and businesses Mm -hmm. i think that's the differentiating factor i think you can take motivation to a limit where you Mm -hmm. can make you can survive Mm mm-hmm like if I worked purely off motivation, I'd probably cap be capped at like where I'm at right now, mm. which is like all right. But yeah. I want to do fucking I I, I want to do so much stuff. So yeah. discipline's got to be married with creativity in some way, and it's very interesting to be trying to figure that out. Yeah, that's something that I've I've struggled with is like trying to figure out where I want to lie in my life um economically i guess yeah um because it is romantic i think we talked about this last time it's romantic to be like that starving artist but at the same time like i want to build things that allow me to be economically free yeah i don't think is like i i think for some people starving artists is, i don't want to be a star like bro i like nice stuff i like nice food mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh I'm not going to be starving. <laughs> yeah. No, like, I think we're, uh, yeah, I think yeah. that's probably one of our main differences is like, I value, like, I don't know how to, I don't know what I would say. Just say it. it. It's like, like, it's not even that I value anything differently in that sense, but it's like, I just, money is definitely not like, and I know it's not your number one thing, but. No, but I'm definitely driven by it. Yeah, I think it's less of a driving force for me, yeah. I would say. And that, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, that's like, I don't know. Any thoughts? Well, I do like how you said you're trying to decide where you want to settle monetarily in life because that's really what it comes down to. It, it is a decision mm-hmm. because you can commit to wanting to, like I'm not saying like I don't want a yacht, like I'm not that guy. I'm yeah, not yeah, like, yeah. 
Miami penthouse on the top floor yacht. Yeah. Like, no, nah, I don't want any of that. But like, I do like nice stuff, and I mm. do. The main reason why I want to make a bunch of money is so I can employ people to make shit happen. Mm. At the end of the day, because like the other day I drew out this. Actually, yesterday I drew out this web of like everything that I want to do within the next however many years or whatever like that. Just trying mm. to wrap my head around what I want to do and like what I want to build. And it's like that's like a hundred person team at least mm. just to be able to do all that. So it's like. At some point, you got to have the discipline. You got to figure out the money side of things so that you can actually bring what you want to do to life. Yeah, it's so important. That's that's the real big thing that I always get drawn back to is like if I want to pursue my creative side, my my yeah. the artsy side, <laughs> artsy, artsy. Yeah, look at me. I'm so artsy. If I want to pursue these things that maybe don't like bring in the most money, typically or generically. I have to be disciplined enough to like make money on the side first, I guess. Because money, yeah. I mean, people can shit on money all they want, right? There are a lot of people out there that shit on money. And those but, are the people who usually don't have a lot of money. Typically. typically. I, would, I, would, I would find it very hard to find someone who has a lot of money and who shits on it. Exactly. So I think the the main thing is like once you see how liberating it is and how much more you can do in life if you just stay disciplined to that and then build up this empire and then go after your creative side. But then again, there's that thing where it's like I'm only young for a certain amount of time and I feel like I'm never going to be this romantic when it comes to my passions. Yeah. Does that like I think that there is relatively a time like you see this in politics a lot the younger politicians are usually like more passionate they're more yeah they got their big wide eyes and mm -hmm. all their big ideas and then it's just like just the world just beats them down mm -hmm. like l after l after l after l you're like soul is beaten to submission until yeah. you <laughs> until you kind of settle well it's and and it's so true but it's like how do i how do i i want to pursue the money and get that so that I can be free to pursue my art later. Yeah. But if I put off the art for too long, what if it disappears in my brain? Yeah, I've, I've been thinking about that too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, in some sense, I feel like there's a time frame that I'm working within and I'm trying to find that balance. And it's it, that's the one of the toughest things right now. I think there's two approaches to it. It's like you can either be very logical and build something that builds that handles the monetary side of things that gives you the ability to take risks artistically mm -hmm. and like leverage your business or whatever that actually has cash flow mm -hmm. into your artistic pursuits. Mm -hmm. Or you could go like the fully romantic side of it, which is just here, I'm going to pour my heart into this and it's going to be good enough that people are going to resonate with it enough that it'll have value monetarily. Yeah. And there's no right way to go about it. Um, to be honest with you, I don't think there's a right way to go about it. I think, for me, what I want to, what I'm trying to focus on right now is making it like 50 50. So I want to, my focus right now is to get the money right. I'm not going to be wrong with yeah, that. Or, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to be fronting about that. But, and that's not to say that I'm not trying to pursue my own stuff artistically. It's just I don't even know artistically what my first medium of like attack is going to be. Yeah. Because eventually I want to be doing furniture. I want to be doing like, architecture no, i don't know i want to be working with architects doing Just like everything developments of um housing mm -hmm. and 
the clothing thing I want to do and I want to have a main line for that and I want to have an athletic line for that and I want to be doing music and I want to be and it's like like bro slow down mm-hmm. like you got to choose one thing and stick with it yeah so right now I'm really trying to build this like YouTube video editing agency that can generate enough revenue to um be able to pursue stuff basically. so that's like the interesting side about it you have all that deep lying motivation that's just attacking everything and i find that in myself like i want to do this 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 like all these projects and then i i start them and i don't finish them yeah and i'm like dude you just wasted all this time because you aren't disciplined enough to focus on one and just go at it you know yeah it's um it's very hard to find that that balance i guess Uh, i don't know i saw a tweet that like just crushed my soul because it was so like accurate. Mm. It was like, here here goes classic me trying to recall something word for word yeah, that I can just go. never do. Here we go. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> and then I'm going to look through my camera roll and try to find it because I thought I screenshot it. It's probably my likes. Should I, should I be looking for it? <laughs> You're not successful because you constantly jump from one task to another to feel the dopamine craving your mini attention span craves. Yeah. Yeah, well, there we go. <laughs> We're all just monkeys, and we all just want, 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 and we crave uh, satisfaction. We crave uh, these little bursts of dopamine. I'm not liking the energy right now on this episode, or mine at least. I'm not, I'm not liking my I energy. Just, oh, why? Because you're, you're just feeling... I am tired as shit. Wake I'm up. so tired. Discipline. Power through. This is discipline. We got to do one of these every week. I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm ready to go. We're building an <laughs> empire here. Conscious Confused is taking over all 2022. We're ready. Bro, the world, I'm taking the world over. I'm getting amped like 20 minutes into the episode. Okay, so what you're saying about getting beaten to submission, blah, blah, blah. Uh, like, stop with that. You can't stop. That's not going to happen. Stop. Wait, what do you mean? It's not going to happen. Beaten into submission? Oh, I'm, uh, right now is when I'm going to be the most romantic about my goals <laughs> now i'm gonna turn 30 and give up everything oh. yeah facts because i want like a wife and like eight fucking kids so? and an empire so, so no what i'm saying is i need to do that shit now i need to build my empire now yeah build your empire right well, now no, you're building it forever no but like this is the main time of action yeah the 20s it's so it's so so how are you going to apply discipline to your writing that's the thing that's one of the main things that i've really struggled with is like Writing is like when I'm really motivated and I have all this emotion, I can mm-hmm. just pour it out. I can pour it out. But yeah. then the days that I don't, I'll sit down and look at my book and I'm just looking at this paragraph and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. On yeah. this. I'm just sitting there and it's like I try to be uh, disciplined and write. Mm-hmm. But if I'm not feeling it, it's like the words I'm putting down are not, they have nothing to them. They almost feel empty and it's, it's it, it's unsatisfying. Well, I feel you because I feel like writing is something you really have to get into a flow state in Big order. Time. Otherwise, it's like you drudge through it, and it's it's a very passionate, emotional thing. It's the same with like producing music. There's some days I open up Logic, and I'm like, like I just can't get anything down that even sounds good. And some days I'll open it up and not close it for hours. Yeah. But the the funny thing is, I know like more than anything you want to write and mm. say. I don't know if this is necessarily true, but say more than anything, what I want to do right now is produce music. Mm-hmm. The hardest thing to do is sit down and make it happen. Yeah, yeah. For whatever reason. It's kind of like the podcast. Like, we can sit, we, we've we spent probably hours at this point talking about what we want this to be, what direction we want to take, all this. 
And and you said it before we started recording. It's like now is the time to actually just do it. Yeah. You know, everyone can talk about like, oh, I want to write a book. Oh, I want to produce music. But it's like unless you're out there doing it and just putting the pen to the paper or putting the tracks on, whatever – you're not going anywhere, and that's where that discipline really kicks in. It's like you know, what? I just need to go and and well, and you need to share it too. Yeah, because yeah. like put it out there. One thing that like one thing that I'm like liking to use now as a way to like check myself is like show me your body of work. Mm. Like I don't have like a substantial body of work that I'm super proud of, and mm. I can sit here and think that. I'm this creative force of nature, whatever you mm-hmm. want to, whatever I want to call myself at any given moment. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if I don't have anything to show for it, I don't have anything to show. So it doesn't exist. Multi, multidisciplinary billionaire. Yeah, we're not, we're not going back to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it's true because I can, yeah, I could sit here and say, yeah, I want to write a book. But until I show someone yeah. what I've done, we're the same person. Like you've written yeah. as much of a book as I have. If I <laughs> if I have nothing to show, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, that balance is hard to find. Uh, it's it's something that um, it's about to it's about to <laughs> it's about to be. Yeah, that's what I'm. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I just think that <laughs> this is interesting. The problem with this whole discussion is there's literally no answer. Yeah, and, <laughs> I, and I can see both sides. I'm like, there's some people who your artistic pursuits are something you only pursue when you're motivated to actually fulfill them, and then you do something else that's like monetary, mm-hmm. cool. And a lot of like creativity, you need a lot of off time, and you need a lot of time to just like sit, think, look at other people's mm-hmm. works, and ab- absorb things, figure out what you like, so you can apply it to your own stuff. In my own personal pursuits, I'd rather work based off like the spirit and off the soul and off the flow mm-hmm. state. And for anything client related, you gotta apply discipline. Absolutely, absolutely. That's that's how I, literally the little the little tree map that I posted on my story the other day of swoon di- digital physical all the little like arms of the business. Literally, everyone has two sides to it. There's mm-hmm. like the personal, and there's the client, or there's the monetary or the artistic. Like mm-hmm. there's a there's a fifty fifty balance mm-hmm. on everything. Which I don't even know if that's smart or not. No, I think it makes sense. It's like if I wanted to write my book, that's my personal thing. That's yeah. my that's where I can spend a ton of time and focus my emotional energy in. And but then, say you want to be a copywriter. Yeah, a copywriter or I get commissioned to write a piece for some, let's say a magazine or something. Yeah. I can't sit for six months and <laughs> think about this piece. You yeah, know? you got to be able to bust it out. I have to wake up in the morning at certain times, go to a certain place and focus and actually dig deep. And it's like... Yeah. Um, it's it's a big it's a big task to figure out how to balance, especially when we're so young and like, again, we don't pre- we're not we're trying not to preach any of this. We're trying to like talk, we're, we're literally trying to figure it out for ourselves. Exactly, right now. that's what this entire show is. It's like okay, we need to figure out certain things in our life. Why not kind of put them on a screen and talk <laughs> yeah. about them? Because there might be certain people like us that are out there that feel the exact same way. Yeah, and most people aren't having like. I don't know how many people are having these kind of conversations. Like, bro, like I know you wouldn't come over here or I wouldn't, we wouldn't hang out every week on a, at 11 a.m. and talk about this shit for an hour. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If we weren't filming it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's weird because it is kind of, it, in a way, it's forced. But it's I don't want to say forced. It's, it's the, the, 
the conversation isn't forced, but the actual like, you have to show up and do it. The like conversation yeah. is, is forced. Like to have the conversation, we have to put time and effort and like actually plan it out and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but um, one thing I think the way that you can apply that to personal pursuits is like, for instance, I want to start vlogging again. Okay. Or at least putting up YouTube content of some sort. Mm-hmm. And for work, I make YouTube videos, right? Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much the same thing. And what it used to be up until now is I would basically I'd vlog whenever I wanted. Mm-hmm. So like whenever there's something like kind of cool happening in my life or I'm like moving or like, you know, just like milestones or something that's like I want to document so I can see it later in life, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I would like sit down and I like really enjoy like editing my own stuff. Like it's like not work to me to be doing my own vlogs or whatever mm-hmm. back in the day when yeah. I, was, I was vlogging or whatever. But now I've really nailed the discipline on the work side of things yeah. where I can literally just tap in and just get it done mm-hmm. where I would, I would have that struggle before where I was, I was applying the same mind frame as me editing my own shit to work. So I was, mm. it would be like if I was trying to write romantically when I had to get a column due at this time yeah. and it doesn't work because you, you get really stressed and you get really flustered and you're like, why am I not making these deadlines no matter what? Yeah. So I think it's a lot of its perspective, but what I want to do is approach my own personal YouTube channel with discipline now okay. and be consistent. And that's just what every YouTuber in the whole world says. Yeah. But like, I need to detach from the romantic aspect of it and be like, you know what? Maybe YouTube is going to be a revenue stream for me instead of it being something that's a passion project. Mm-hmm. Cause like how passion, like how passion project is making vlogs. Not really like that's yeah, not, that's not an end yeah. goal. Like maybe I want to make a feature film someday, but like I don't want to make vlogs for the rest of my life, Yeah, but I, I know, know I can yeah. do it. I've always thought about that, especially with like bigger YouTubers. It's like how how much fulfillment do they derive from that? Like like let's say David Dobrik, one of the biggest vloggers of all time. How much like how much enjoyment do you think he actually gets from making them now? Like like after years. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like his check is fat. Yeah. But that's that's probably his only driving factor in doing it. Yeah. Right. So. And that's not what I'm saying. My YouTube channel is going to become is just a cash grab because mm-hmm. if it, if I wanted to make money, I would be just doing client work forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, well, not forever. There's an upside to having your own shit, but it's trying to mix the two and make them work together. Correct. What do you mean? Yeah, I mean, I just need to, I just need to approach it with discipline instead of being so romantic about YouTube. Because mm-hmm. it's like, why would I be romantic about YouTube? It'd be like you being romantic of writing a Post-it note. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I need to... It's a means to an end. Yeah, it's... Uh, the the discipline thing has been really tough with the book because I, I remember I put a deadline on myself because I work yeah. under deadlines. Like, I'm a procrastinator. So yeah. if I have a deadline, I could get sh- all the shit done like an hour before it's due, right? Mm-hmm. And if that deadline got pushed an hour later, then it would be done then. It's because you're using stress instead of dopamine. You're using stress as a dopamine. Okay. You know what I mean? No, but it, but it really No, it is. works, though. Yeah, yeah it, it, it works. does work. That's not anything wrong. I do the same thing. So I set this deadline for myself. I said, I'm going to be done with the rough draft of my book, which the drafting process is like the most laborious part. It's all of the just putting everything on paper. Yeah. By the end of January. End of January comes. Yeah, check the watch. End of January it's comes. not a watch. <laughs> Where's the face? Uh, keep going, keep going. So end of January comes, and it, it was like the 28th or 29th. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, holy shit, I have like two, three days to get this done. And the more I would write, the more I'd be like, holy fuck, I don't even know where I'm going with this. I feel like I, I'm like lost in these words. Like I'm getting 
lost and confused. And the more that I write, the more I realize I need to write more to change things. So I ended up pushing the deadline back. And I'm like, fuck, dude, it feels really shitty to push it back because I didn't make it. Yeah. But it's it's trying to discipline the creative side and that that struggle is real it's like it's uh i, I think know, you gotta ever... just you gotta accept the book as either like is it gonna be a commercial work of yours or is it like an artistic pursuit if it's an artistic mm. pursuit approach it as so like why why rush it if it's gonna be like an artistic pursuit i'm not saying take forever yeah. so that it never gets done but as long as you're gonna get it done eventually and yeah. you're committed to getting it done and you're chipping away at it more likely than not mm. And it's just going to be one of those things that's just your baby that you're not going to force. Then just accept it and do that, or start writing every day or whatever. Yeah, I don't know about every day. That's probably a lot, but I think I'm going to try to. I think writing every day for like an hour would be great. And it's it's we were talking about this before the show. It's like a lot of I look at these major works. I was telling you about like Mozart or these huge people who've done like absolutely insane things in the past right? These great works of art. And I'm like, how did these people achieve such a thing? You have to think like they had no distractions. They didn't have TikTok or Twitter or Instagram to like go. And I'm not saying that's an excuse, but it's like, there's a certain level of, of shit that I need to cut out if I want to take this writing thing seriously. Like I need to get off my phone. I need to just cut out distractions and go. And like, that would make my discipline easier. Yeah. I think I found this with me too is I think this is just a thing is it's easy. Like we were talking about your brain needs natural rest, especially if you're a creative person, you need to have zero input at times. Yes. But like how often a day do you have zero input? Very, very because if, as soon as you don't have any input, you go on Twitter or you go on Instagram or whatever. And I do the same thing, but it's because everyone wants to be told answers instead of finding them yourself. And Mm -hmm. creativity is very much deriving answers Mm -hmm. yourself instead of like being told shit. Yeah. You want a you want a crazy thing to do. Go out, walk to somewhere around that has like a lot of plants whatever and just sit there. Turn yeah. off your phone, turn off everything. I I'm, I'm not kidding, like no music, nothing. You just sit there and you stare around and do it. Try to do it for 10 minutes. Yeah. Most people can't even do it for 10 minutes. Or bring maybe bring like a like a moleskin notebook and a pen. But maybe not even. Yeah, I know. Just just try to cut out absolutely everything yeah and then write after that yeah or then try to do something creative after because that's like giving your brain that time where it doesn't have to be doing anything Mm -hmm. it can just sit and just like take in whatever's around you but you're not like consuming and you're not trying to produce you're not doing anything you're just existing you're you're literally just existing in that moment and thinking and I think that's like why these people in these ancient times were like so goddamn productive. Yeah. It's like, dude, they had all this time to do. Like, what do you do in ancient Greece? If like, what do you do for fun? Like you, you go hang out with your friends and all that stuff, but then you come home, like there's nothing to do really. You just sit there, right? You could cook. I don't know. I, I've never, I never lived in ancient Greece. <laughs> I'm just trying to think like. And you die when you're 25. Yeah. Well, Actually, I've heard that's a lie. See, I've heard that's a lie. The the average gets skewed because a lot of people died in childhood. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's when you have a bunch don't of like mess with me. With the like statistics, people, bro. People lived old back then. I can I make like. anything be the truth with statistics. Dude, my fucking favorite one is the like you're more likely to get struck by lightning than like 
get attacked by a shark, right? Like, like they always talk about like shark, shark attacks, attacks being really yeah. low. And I'm like, the second you understand that, like, you don't live every day in the ocean. Yeah. That's just, why that that's statistic why. is so skewed. Yeah. Statistics suck ass. Let's just take like a second to appreciate that. They, they suck ass. Yeah. I'm not, uh, no, no. Don't hit me with statistics. People if you, if you come front at me with statistics, you're wrong. Yeah, bro. Facts You're wrong. over where's, where's the where's the proof? Where's I used the to evidence? be such like a Ben Shapiro fanboy with the like facts over feelings, and now I'm like, dude, feelings are low key like pretty important. Don't get me wrong, facts are important, but like dude, I like you, personal facts, bro. Yeah, if you come out with like, well, seventy percent of like the GDP and all this, <laughs> shit, I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. I do not care. I do not care. Yeah, like, I don't want to hear it. Inflation's not real if I'm making more money. Money's not real. If people don't want it to be true, think about it. Why do we? Big why do we, I want to have an episode talking about the money system? Because we are seriously <laughs> fucked. We are so fucked. We're getting so off. Topic. I'm just like, just buy some NFTs or some shit. Buy some monkeys. No, not the monkeys are racist, bro. <laughs> oh, I saw that. They That's have actually they're neo Nazis, dude. Shit. Apparently, that's what my boy Ryder Rips is saying. I think Ooh, everything genius. is is racist if people want it to be. I don't want to get into that topic, but I totally agree. Yeah. My buddy is taking a Tupac class at ASU, mm-hmm. and he's like a white kid. Mm-hmm. Everyone in that class is just like racist as fuck towards white people. Really? Yeah. The content in it? Or just no, just people? like the discussion. Wow. It's literally just like, white people suck, white people suck, white people suck, white people suck. It's like valid, but like... Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> I think we should probably stay away from that topic. I'm not. Ra- I swear to God, I'm not racist. Conscious, confused. <laughs> I'm gonna cut this out. Conscious, confused, and canceled. <laughs> no, I'm okay. Yeah, out. we're. I don't. No, I'm not cutting shit out. <laughs> yeah, we're genuine, motherfucker. We're like, genuine. Just, okay, we might cut that out. <laughs> care i didn't I really say any did i say anything concerning? no we didn't really say anything it's concern. just if you say race then people get fucking if you say black or white people are like <gasps> you said the words that shall not be spoken around here it's like dude get the fuck out of here bro what happened to us what happened to our society we used to be so like you could say anything which don't get me wrong this is going down such a I'm not helping my case. We we literally we pulled up this morning. Usually, like, usually, like, we if we tap each other up and we're like, oh, like this episode, blah blah blah. We talk about that. We just were both like stone face, silent on the oh, walk yeah, up here, up, bro. And I'm like, that's good. And I'm like, the reason why we're not talking is because we figured everything out. Yeah, it's true. You can <laughs> see by how good this episode is going. I feel like we should wrap it up because I feel like this conversation is going. You know what I have though. Go for it. Let's would this be it. interesting? Actually, I don't know if this. Would, this I think definitely, at this point, anything would be. No, I'm saying for like a future episode. Okay. But maybe we shoot two today because this one sucks. But maybe that's a really bad idea. I think today the energy is off. I think if we should. No, but I have a I have a tool that we could use. Oh, okay. Let's do it. What is it? It's this game I bought like five of. Okay. For Christmas, because it's on Instagram, I was like, that looks like quirky and artsy and fun. And I need five of them. Yeah, but I give them out as gifts. Oh, okay. But I have one what still. What is it? It's called We're Not Really Strangers. Dude, let's fucking do it. You want to do it? That'd be hella fun. Second yeah, episode? it's kind of like a... I feel like... Like, I don't have a problem doing it. I feel like it's like a date thing, though. Uh, no, but it's not. It's literally just like... It's for, like, the intuitive minds. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> I'm a big brain myself when uh, I say that. I mean, you guys want authentic, conscious, and confused. You're gonna get it, and you're gonna authentic. Like it. Okay, let me let me tell you something. You're real gonna quick. fuck. Let me tell you it. something real quick. This is something I got from. Yesterday, why am I talking like that, <laughs> bro? This is so bad. Okay, so we were gonna go get that game, and then we were just like, I was like on their website looking at the questions, and it's just like that's not the vibe. It's like the questions are like, did you ever think I was in love? Yeah, no bad question. It's just like kind of, just no corny, non uh, non interest. It's just not conscious and confused. It's not conscious and confused. It's shallow and. Know everything. That's what one that of the three rules for. of branding: is um, authenticity speaks for and sells itself. So that's what we're on today. We're no, but on on the real note, like <sighs> we both have a lot of stuff to talk about. I think that, but we don't know how to formulate it. Yeah, and this has been like a journey, like trying to. <laughs> that's so dramatic. This has been a journey. But the like past six weeks of my life <laughs> have changed so much. <laughs> Because of this show. <laughs> That's what you guys are all saying after listening to <laughs> the disciples. <laughs> you guys are like, I've never been so enlightened <laughs> as um, I am. No, but for real, like every week we come do this show and every week it seems like it's been three days between we do the show. Yeah. Like uh, Friday comes up and we're just like, fuck, like it's already another Friday. Yeah, my weeks are so goddamn boring, and I do the same shit. Like, I go to class, I do homework, I study for tests, I read, I do whatever I'm doing, and then it's over. And then I'm like, oh, shit, it's fucking Thursday. I have a podcast tomorrow. Yeah, so what I'm going to start doing... I mean, I do, like, little things to, like, keep my life interesting, kind of, right? Mm -hmm. but, and I'm sure you do, too, but it's like... I just need to... Like, I need to... I need to just be playing with life more, I feel like, to make this more interesting. Because the only way, it's like the creativity thing. It's like the only way to get more out of life and to get more insights and to actually have more stuff to talk about that's original and that so you're not talking in circles is to like go out there and like fuck shit up. All right. So, okay. That's established. So should I book in a flight to Miami on Tuesday? Aye, aye, aye. To go see Kanye? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know what's stopping me, to be honest with you. The reason, the thing that's stopping me is I want someone to film me the whole time, but that's kind of weird. Because I want to make oh, it a vlog. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, because it's hard for me to, I mean, that's just me being a bitch because I don't want to like vlog myself. Yeah, I guess so. But I don't know. We'll see. You got inspired from the Kanye documentary. No, I just like. I feel like other people filming. Oh, no, but I've been on that shit forever. Yeah. Okay, so. Next <laughs> next five minutes, next two minutes, oh. we need to each come up with something that we're going to do to make our lives more creative <laughs> or like interesting. Yeah. Because it's easy to say it, but I don't know what the fuck I can really, I mean. It's tough because school just like, these are excuses, but like. Are excuses. It's literally like, my time is like. It sets an order and you go by the order. Yeah, like I work a full time it. job. I'm in school. I go to the gym. I go hang out with people. I like go out on the weekends usually. And I got, it's, that, that takes like a lot of time. Um, I think I'm just going to start like doing really random things in public. Like I was thinking about it. Like what if you just broke the like simulation by just going completely <laughs> like, what if I'm just in the, in a supermarket and I just like yelled, <laughs> it's like did some batshit crazy thing. <laughs> 
And everyone's like, why did you just yell? And I'm like, well, I don't know, because no, nothing's stopping me from yelling. All right. Okay. <laughs> Conscious and confused. Uh, Conscious and confused. confused. We're a great episode. <laughs> great episode. Yeah. I hope you guys took something away from that. And I, like I hope how, you go into a supermarket and just yell for some reason. Dude, yeah. Fuck yeah. Just to feel something. Last episode, I was like, I was like, I... Our main goal is to basically, when you're done with the episode, just be a little bit like 1% better than yeah. you were before. Well, you probably are 1% better after listening to this now that we have like lowered the average expectation of people in the whole world. I think this episode... By default, you're 1% better. I think we're you, so much worse. If you watch this entire episode all the way through, I think you are probably 1% more retarded now. So You're also one of our disciples. So. Yeah, you're coming through the journey with us, you know. If you're actually making it through this, then it's gonna be great when when <laughs> when, when it good. pops off. When it's good. Yeah, exactly. It's great right now. <coughs> We're just trying to find out how to make it good. Yeah. See. Yeah. Okay, that's this week's episode. Yeah. We probably, Tune in next week. We probably stop talking. Tune in next week. That's all we gotta say. Um, tune in next week and DM us all the hate that you guys have for us right now yeah dm us i want to hear it yeah do it all right bye